podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, and that means that we are making picks for the weekend. Of course, I am here, and joining me as they always do, our pro picker himself, Daniel Alexander. Happy to be here. Another uh, another victory lap this week. I hope you feel me hot on your heels, man. Moving week. This is this is moving week for me. I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna make up another two or three games on you. I, I like the confidence. It's good. Confidence is key, you know they say. Uh, so it's a very important thing to have when you're trying to to take down the champ. It's cool. Uh, and uh, back from a week off, feeling a little bit better, uh, but not fully healed yet. Chris Ross. Yeah, I'm not feeling any better after two and eleven the last two weeks. That's uh, pretty bad. But I'm gonna try to play injured. And Daniel's already passed me, and I, I gotta do something. I gotta change it up. Yeah, I mean we got plenty. We got time. You know, not a, not an insane amount of time, but there's there's time left on this schedule for you to to close the gap that is now exists between yourself and myself and, and Daniel. Uh, speaking of which, let's just hit the recaps here, folks. Let's look at what happened last week. Daniel was our winner for the second straight week, uh, four and two, a very nice dominant win. The only person with a winning week uh, hit on under sixty seven and a half in Kansas, Oklahoma. Hit in under 57 in TCU West Virginia. Hit in San Diego State plus three and a half. And hit on Oregon State in his upset pick. Very nice upset pick there. Uh, that brings you to 29 and 30. You're almost to 500. Back-to-back winning t- uh, weeks. Nine and four the last two weeks combined. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Making it happen. You know, keep my head down and stick into what works for me. So I don't, unlike, unlike some other guys on this podcast, I don't, Panic when things don't go my way. Uh, Shots fired. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, there's no no hold barred here. No hold barred. Oh, come on. No, no come honor on. among. I gotta psych you out. No. I gotta I gotta psych some guys out before this big week of picks. No honor among betters, I believe is the term. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh I came in second at two and four. Uh hit on under 47 in Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Hit on my upset pick with Oregon on a nice pick. Uh, to end that game. I sealed that win over UCLA. Missed on over 66 in Kansas, Oklahoma. Missed on Texas Tech minus one. Uh, missed on TCU minus four and a half. And BYU beat Washington State, but did not cover the four-point spread. Only one by two. Um, the gap is closing. I had a very, very nice gap there. Uh, unfortunately, it's now down to just five. I'm 34 and 25, though. I'm still in the lead. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I, I feel like I can bounce back this week. I as Chris mentioned, one and five, two and eleven in the last two weeks. Hit on Oklahoma State plus seven, missed on OU minus thirty-eight and a half, missed on Texas Tech minus one, missed on TCU minus four and a half, missed on UAB minus twenty-three, and your upset pick of the week, Charlotte, did not pan out. That brings your total to twenty-seven and thirty-two, and you are now bringing up the rear. I mean, I'm going to assume the picks last week were just because of all the the pain meds that you were on for your injury. It just it messed with your head. Uh, now you're feeling. Uh, Clear eyes, whatever it is. I never watched the show. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I wish I could blame it on that. Uh, just a rough week. I was on the money with the home state game. I, I believe it's exactly what I said will happen. 
it's just everything else was uh, I have no idea what's going on anywhere else, but it was on the money on that one. I'm healing up. I have an MRI on the knee here next week. So hopefully that comes out good. The hamstring does not need surgery, thankfully. So that should heal up on its own, but uh, kind of a rough week for a couple of reasons. Yeah, luckily you don't need a working or operating knee to to make picks in college football. So no, uh, but it does. To that was that you. was a slight dig on. Look at that, dude. Hey, You're well, here's the thing too. Here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I wanted I wanted to thank you guys. I listened to last week's episode. Now this is actually before you started talking today that I wanted to thank you guys. But <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been thrown thrown under the bus a couple of times since coming back. But um, no, you guys did me justice last week. Philip even reading my notes. That was. Uh, this is great. I, I love the episode last week and, uh, and, and thank you. I wanted to be sure to thank you guys. Although that, um, good spirit I was feeling is quickly dwindling, <laughs> um, in this last few moments here, but no, uh, hopefully, hopefully I can rebound. Recording is difficult because I can't really sit, uh, because the hamstring and then standing, you know, you can only do that for so long with the bad knee. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad you're back. This is a good thing. Um, glad you're here. Very excited. Before we hop into this week's picks, you know what I'm going to do right now? I, I've talked about it. I'm going to do it here while I'm on the show. I'm pulling up Symbol, sponsor here of the 1012 podcast, uh, sponsor of the 1012 network. Symbol is the stock market for sports, uh, where you can uh, allow you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Thank you, Kansas State, for that win. I may have lost the bet, but I did get a nice payout from Kansas State, who I think is going to pay out a little bit more before the season is over. Kansas tried to pay off for me, and I appreciate the effort, Kansas. I really do. A symbol has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off your favorite teams and your sports knowledge. Use that knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams or the teams that you own shares in win. Uh, Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 Network and the 1012 Podcast. They're going to hold a drawing next week, folks. Next week, we are going to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice, or essentially money you can use for two free tickets, because it gets complicated. All you got to do is sign up for Symbol, make a $25 deposit using the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2. You'll be entered in for a chance to win those two free tickets. We're doing that giveaway next week. This uh, promotion is going to end this week. So if you have been considering making a deposit, considering hopping in, by the way, NBA is going right now. NHL was a new addition. So if you if you hop in and you are uh, you like the college football and you want to test that out, or maybe you want to hop into the NBA early in the year or NHL and, and invest your money there, you can invest those $25 wherever you want. Just use the promo code NETWORK12 and you'll be a chance to win two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. Go to symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com to get to set up your free account. Don't forget, if you want to take part in our pick three, you are more than welcome to do so. It's still going on. We're going to give out weekly prizes. Now, I have the prizes. I just got to email the weekly winners, but I have the prizes. These koozies look good. I used one. It's nice. Um, right now, I'm going to, while we're sitting here, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to buy myself. Uh, let's see. Bid. Ask. I'm buying myself a share of Baylor. I've been waiting too long. Finally doing it. It's time. To, I'm doing it right now on this show. I'm going to say bye. Interesting week to do it. Isn't it? Does that tell you anything about how I feel about uh, this particular He's showing his hand on the pick. Weekend? I kind of am. That's okay. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm trying to psych you guys out here a little bit. So right now what I'm doing is I'm <laughs> buying my share of Baylor. 
I'm going to have them for this weekend. Yes, it's a little bit of a tease. Don't you worry. Uh, so go to simple.com, check it out, invest your money, uh, and start winning some, winning some payouts before this college football season is over. Are you a Big 12 basketball-obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your Big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest Madness is here just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long. With exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team, game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right, so it's pick time. It's pick time. I'm I'm excited. I got my Baylor Baylor share. This is good. Uh, Speaking of Baylor, hey, guess what our 11 a.m. game is this Saturday? Guess what our first game out of the gate is? this week. That's right. It is the Texas Longhorns versus the Baylor Bears. Both teams coming off of idle. The Longhorns traveling to Waco. Baylor the ranked team, Texas the unranked team. I'm super psyched for this one. I'm really I really am. Like this is the this is the 11 a.m. game and it is the best game of Saturday in the Big 12. So with all that said, boys and girls, let's see right now Where'd the line go? Man, this thing is moving stuff around on me. I don't appreciate that. Baylor is currently a three-point favorite over-under around pretty much 61 and a half. It looks like across the board. Daniel, as our winner for last week, you are up first, sir. Where would you like to go? And you're making me go first after you just showed your hand on what you're taking. That's how this works. This is what we do every week, sir. This is not the first time. is he hedging a bet? He's happy either way. I just like to... Mind games, folks. Mind games. Okay. I'm on another level right now. Got to keep this lead. This is a tough one. Uh, the line at three is currently correct, in my opinion. Uh, this is right on my numbers. Uh, raw number is like Baylor minus one and a half. If you believe in a little home field this year, you're going to take it. Uh, Texas has been such an up and down team. So mercurial sort of in like, what are you going to get? Baylor, on the other hand, I feel like has sort of started to come together, is having some consistency. I like that this line moved immediately at open. It was hit sort of in the first few hours, taken out out to two to three. And I agree with it. I'm going with Baylor here to cover the short line at home. Uh, line is right, but Baylor is a team that I also believe in. I think you had a good buy there on the symbol, grabbing it, I think. They're going to get the win. I love that this is 50-50 betting that the public, that, you know, Texas is a little bit of a, you know, a, a public dog a little bit this week that they're going to cover the line. I feel like I'm on the right side here with Baylor minus three. Give it to me. Okay. Baylor minus three. Um, yeah. I'm with you here. I agree. I, I, I think this is a close game, but I think Baylor is the right side. They've been more consistent. Uh, look, and, and and I think Texas will get some of their second half issues dealt with. I think they've had a week off to kind of stop, do some self-analysis, look at themselves and figure some things out. Um, I like Baylor's defense in this game. I, I think this is going to be a really good game. This is the best game of Saturday. I think Baylor is the right side on this one. 
I think three feels like a good number. And and that it's one of those numbers where I can see Baylor winning by three. And if that means I get a push, then it's not a loss. It's fine. I think Baylor by, by three is the right side. I don't like the total. I, I don't, I can't, that feels pretty close as well, potentially here with, with way both offenses are able to score and two defenses that are solid. Well, I say two. Baylor's got a good defense. Texas is all right. I think Baylor minus three. I, I gave my, my hint away earlier. I'm okay with it. Chris, what do you want? You know, Baylor's the, they have two top 20 wins. Texas, uh, they've played two top 20 teams, but they don't have wins. But still, my gut says the Longhorns. Efficiency gives the Longhorns a little bit of an edge. This is a pretty close thing, like you guys both said. It could go either way. I like the Longhorns to put the last two games behind them, be the more physical team this week, and get it done in Waco. This kind of seems like a down-to-earth game for the Bears. I like it. We got to have a little bit of variety here. You know, it's it's. Although when we are in agreement, it's hey, positive. It's this positive. this week, my theme is I'm just kind of going with my gut. I've been paying way too much attention to to numbers and all that, and uh, the last two weeks did not go very well for me. So I'm switching it up this week. I'm going to overreact, Daniel. I was surprised. I was waiting for one of you guys to uh, to give the big Sark info. Every, everyone's been leaning on this all week, capping it. Sark is six and one against the spread when he has time to prepare like you know mm. yeah mm. and twice he was a dog two and oh but i i feel like everyone's anytime i'm listening to just to give a little sort of you know insight into one tiny little piece of a thousand piece puzzle <laughs> I, I, I love when uh i love when there's a narrative like that like sort of a small sample narrative that everyone leans on it's like is there is there some signal there? Maybe there is, right? Sark six and one against the spread when he had some time to prepare, but when you have an entire sort of you know body of betters that are leaning on that one thing to come in and to take a side, I just feel like it's such fadeable info. It's like just go the other way. You make a good point. Baylor does seem like a better coach team here. I mean, with Sark, I want to see game management this week if he gets run out of the off the field in game management like he has the last two games then i just don't see much of a future form in austin oh that's hard that's heavy that's, that's early harsh love it i mean i love, love it. i think i i think i said it you know we don't have to get i don't want to get too off topic here but before the season started we were talking about coaching changes and lines we liked i just i didn't buy sark in Washington. And then he had a cup of coffee at, at USC. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I just don't get it. I don't get the love. You, you know? know, the last coach we said we didn't like, we didn't quite understand the hire. It wouldn't have been our pick. Matt Wells. 10, 12 ahead of the, you know, we're sort of ahead of the curve on this, yeah. the coaches stuff. I mean, look, I'm never going to hold the guys for a season against him. This, the talents there, but how much bad coaching. I, I hold coaching against him. Well, but and again, game management, like, that's coaching. Bob Stoops first year, they went seven and five, I believe seven and six. It's Nick not Sanders a talent issue. It's not a gelling coming together. It's mis- game mismanagement. It's very. Players got to play too. I'm just like, I get it. He's got a lot to, to prove the rest of the season if we wouldn't believe in him. Uh, okay. Let's move it on down the track. We are going to Morgantown. For the Riot Bowl, I think that's what they call this one between Iowa State and West Virginia. It's no Farmageddon, uh, but anytime there's a riot, 
It's probably something we should be paying attention to. Uh, Iowa State, a seven-point favorite on the road, uh, over under at about 48 in this game. Uh, I think it is my turn to go. So, hmm, you know, I, I know what West Virginia did to TCU last week. But folks, I, it's the last weekend of October, as much as I hate saying that. Iowa State, coming off that out of week, they've looked good. They got the win over Oklahoma State last week. They, they did enough against arguably the best defense that they'll probably face this season the rest of the way. I mean, they faced the Iowa defense. Now they face Oklahoma State's. I think Iowa State is clicking. I, 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 I am very tempted to make the claim that Iowa State might not lose another game in the regular season this year. Um, and I certainly don't think they're going to go on the road to Morgantown and drop one here. Seven seems like a lot, but as good as West Virginia's defense is, and it's 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 solid, that's not that good. It's not, and that offense, guys. I mean, it put up nothing in the second half against TCU. the The TCU offense just kept turning the ball in the second over in the second half, and so they couldn't get any points going. West Virginia has not put two halves of football together this season, even if this is close at the half. I don't see this being close at the end. I will take Iowa State minus seven in this one. It just it feels like Iowa State's got things rolling, and they'll keep them rolling this weekend in Morgantown. Uh, Chris? Yeah, I'm actually with you. I don't understand this line. I kind of see it as being a you know a two-score game or more. I think for this line to be this low, it's either reacting to Iowa State's win, maybe a, a, a letdown following the, the win over – Oklahoma State, but I also think it might be overreacting to Virginia's win over TCU, which is really more about TCU than it is about West Virginia. I I don't really understand this line. We can let Daniel talk about it, but I'm going to take Iowa State in the seven. Before Daniel goes, my only concern, it takes me back to the week they played Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was ranked, and no one could understand why West Virginia was was favored in that game, and then West Virginia won. Now, I, obviously, Virginia Tech's not actually good, but it kind of takes me back to that week and is my only hesitation. Uh, Daniel, what are you thinking here? I'm dialing up some raw numbers here for us just to bounce it off. Let's see, 82 there, 83. Man, my raw numbers have this shorter. And West Virginia's at home. See, I'm, that's I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm going to save the suspense. I'm taking West Virginia seven, but I have some different reasons. Go ahead, Chris, if you had. I was going to say your raw numbers have it closer, but uh, like BCF has it like much like 13 and a half or something. I just, I don't think that's right. And then two, one thing that I take into account a lot on my numbers is the total of the game. You know what I mean? Like, like you just simply put Iowa state can't be favored by 14 or 15 points in a game that implies 48 points. It's just, I mean, they can be, but in my opinion, that's incorrect. So I have this game a lot shorter and I love this. This is a sandwich spot for Isla. They're, they're in a bad spot right here. Just came off a hard fought down to the wire, you know, playing uh, uh, the higher ranked team at, at home. They win the close game. Now they have to go on the road, go to Virginia. They're laying more than a touchdown or excuse me, they're laying a touchdown. So they got to win by eight or more to cover with a total of 48. That's getting to be, downright low for college and what they've got next week looming is a game with texas and we can sit here and say that you know oh it, it's not a big game or whatever but it's a profile game you know texas is coming to iowa state it's going to be packed right like that's 
it's a game that the staff and the community is going to be focused on. So this is this. It's definitely a trap game potential. Yeah. And like, I I don't want to say trap game because it's like trap game sort of implies like Iowa state isn't going to see him coming. I don't think that's the case, right? Like I think uh, Matt Campbell is going to have them with some amount of respect here for the Mountaineers, but it just feels like get in, let it be ugly. Who cares what the score is? And let's just try to get out with a win. You're right. This is going to sound weird, but my biggest question on this is, you know, I always think they rush the field. So that goes to the Cyclones head, like where they're just living up the win and then kind of come out slow or do they just, you know, we turned a corner that wins behind us. Let's get to work for this week. I, I guess I am. I'm with the first part of that. There's a t- like, look, there's some level of like, we just did it. We accomplished it. We did. We, we played the big, bad team, Oklahoma state. We won. We kept it low grinder game and Oh crap. Now we've got to go out and play these, you know, uh, you know, mountain people, mountaineers way out here in West Virginia. Who cares about mountain people? <laughs> you know, I was just like, <laughs> that's, like, that's going to go over well. You might want to edit that, Philip. <laughs> nope. Leave it in. We, I, you know, we don't edit here. Leave it in. Who cares? People? It's like, I, oh, I'm man. just trying, I'm just trying to talk, you know, the mentality of some uh, of these kids like, Oh, we got to go out to this stupid state, play this dumb West Virginia team. And it's like, we got to go win by more than eight points. And then we get to go home and play the big profile game against shiny Texas. We're going to be on TV, all this kind of stuff. Look, long-winded version of, are you kidding me? Iowa State's got to go win this game by eight or more. No way. West Virginia is going to smack them a little bit to start this thing. Give me West Virginia uh, plus seven. And then Deggy turns the ball over and Iowa State still covers. Oh, uh, sure. They, go win, they, they win the game. They win the game, you know, 24-20 or something like that. One little stat that, that sides with Chris and I, Iowa State is 4-1 and one against the spread in its last five as a road favorite. Um, if you want a little recent trend to help us out there. Uh, okay. Oh, Philip, actually. Okay, you, you on. I'm going to come back to this in a second. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, speaking of moving on, Oklahoma playing host to Texas Tech. Oh, man, Oklahoma. Oh, man. After that performance... I almost feel bad. Look, All right. This game is going to be weird. I'm back. It's going to be weird. Okay. This is what I'm going to talk. So last time, Iowa State knocked off number two, Oklahoma State, in Ames. They lost to Oklahoma the following week, 26 to 6. Gosh, what, what, was that 2012 or something? Was that the 2011. 2011. Was that the Brand Whedon squad? Right. Yeah, yes. I, I wanted to see what their bounce back game was, and uh, it was not good. And they lost the following week to Kansas State. But – at the time, Oklahoma was ninth and Kansas State was eighth in the country. Like, like work. Okay, let's. Yeah. <laughs> Why you got to bring that up, really, Phillips? Yeah, I'll get this gonna, train back on the tracks. Let's go. We're gonna mute this, Chris kid, <laughs> and let him go back on his pain meds. Uh, Oklahoma coming off a horrible performance against Kansas, and I look that was that was bad. Uh, meanwhile, Texas Tech firing Matt Wells this week. Sonny Cumbie taking over as the interim head coach while I search for a new man to be in charge there in Lubbock. I mean, you, you wouldn't want Matt Wells to accidentally upset a, a ranked team in the end of the season or two and, and, and secure his job for another year when you're pretty much done with him. So I get the move. Oklahoma, 19 and a half, 20 point favorite where you, depending on where you look over under around 66, 67. 
Uh, I believe it's my turn to go first here, Penn. Oh, man. Oklahoma as a 20-point favorite. Have we not done this enough times this year? I, look, I, I get it with Texas Tech. I'm not going to overreact to Oklahoma's performance against Kansas. This is just watching Oklahoma this season. They have covered as a favorite, what, twice now? Three times? We're not including Western Carolina. Against FPS opponents, they covered against Texas, the massive comeback. They covered against TCU, barely. And they had Kansas. So they started off against FBS foes 0-5 against the spread. They're 2-1 since then. So which trend is the reality? Is it the Caleb Williams trend? Or is it the trend of Oklahoma has bad defense? OU as a 12-point favorite? Sure, fine. Four-point favorite? Okay, yeah. As a 20-point favorite, I don't care who they're playing. I don't care. OU should not be a 20-point favorite in a game until they prove that they deserve to be. I I hate taking Texas Tech because yeesh, everything that's going on there is going to be a mess. Ugh. But I'm not taking OU to cover by 20, so I will take Texas Tech plus 20. I just... We've, we've done this too many times this season. We've talked about it. Every time we pick Oklahoma to, to, to cover something, they fail to do so. I think we've gotten OU covering one time correctly. I think we all picked them against TCU. Yep, we all picked them against TCU and they did it. So that's great. But I'm not doing it this week. I will take Texas Tech to cover the 20-point spread. Uh, Daniel, what do you want, sir? I love this high total. 67s on the board. I see a, there's 167 and a half at Jazz. That's a real book. I'm taking this under all the way. This does not like first off bet signals coming in points bet. That's eh, a whatever book, but they came in and hit at 67 and a half bet rivers took a big bet out in Pennsylvania, 67 and a half to the under even ticked up to 68 pinnacle. Once pinnacle took a big move and this thing dropped about a point and a half across the board. I'm all over it. Look, this Oklahoma offense, duh. I mean, I'm echoing you here. Like, this isn't some machine. This isn't some juggernaut. I know uh, people are talking, uh, you know, Heisman there after one quarter for the quarterback, but it's like, this is not a well-oiled machine that is just putting up points at will. I also feel like with Texas tech, you've got the same, you've got the same situation here. They're not going to get up into that high 20 range. This Texas tech team against the Oklahoma especially the front seven. I know, I mean, we can make jokes because Kansas actually had some success, but they're going to be able to keep them in check. This Texas tech team, I think is going to some fall somewhere in the 17, 21 point range. You know, this is like a, a, a 37, 17 situation, pretty clear under going on. Lock it in. I got a 67 and a half. I give it to you under 67 and a half. You're good. Chris, what do you want? Y'all know, puts Texas put 70 on them, right? And TC put 52 on them. Like, I'm two and two, two and 11 or whatever the last two weeks, but this is Oklahoma's going to destroy Texas Tech. One, they have the struggle bus game against Kansas. So they're going to bounce back from that. They're not going to get caught sleeping again. They're going to get off the bus. They're going to show up. And Texas Tech is a mess. I, I don't understand firing Matt Wells now, especially like when the Red Raiders have covered their season total nine weeks into the, into the season. And Daniel has a, has the bet to pay up there. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. My gut says Oklahoma covers this three touchdowns easy. I'll take the 19 and a half. Boomer. Love that. 
I love that pick. I mean, are they going to cover or not? I don't know. I think they will, but I think they will every week. And they freaking next thing you know, they're in a three-point game against Kansas. There you go. <laughs> yeah. For all the reasons, Philip, you said Oklahoma isn't supposed to cover this based on their trends, but this is when they cover. Sure. They're going to cover this game. It's very possible. Tech's, tech should be a mess. Like they, they shouldn't, it should be. Last time we thought OU is facing a team that should be a mess was Tulane and look what happened. So and granted, I, my, the concern I have is the Caleb Williams trend, trend, which is covering against Texas and TCU, but those were favored by four and 12 and a half. And then we had what happened last week. And what happened last week is going to be an outlier. It's not like a trend for either team to take and be like, things are great. Things are bad, but it is somewhat concerning for Oklahoma and I do think they'll bounce back. I do wonder about Texas Tech. Like I just, but you know, I'm I'm not gonna pick OU to cover 20 point spread until they do. I can't even remember what the stat was that 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 we had, but they are a terrible pick as a 20 point favorite or more. And so I'm just I'm not I'm gonna go with that trend. Not just this season. The long term trend over the last few years of them as a 20 point favorite is not. I can good. I can they dial up good. I can dial up Lincoln for you here. It's a big favorite. Pull Fair it. enough, and that's that's why you're winning this whole thing but i know yeah, I it's okay it's cool okay this might be my most confident pick of the week and i mean wow would, most confident pick that, that this is okay love okay. it okay you know what i i feel confident in i feel confident that if you are going to go tailgating in any of the games this season your tailgate will be the absolute best if it includes a grill grate or griddle from gridiron metalworks okay collegiate branded grill grates and griddles that will sear whatever you are cooking with the school logo or name that you love most. Okay, this is the perfect thing to take your tailgate up to multiple notches that have people walking by going, oh damn, that is awesome. I want one of those. And not just that, they've got a lot of great home decor as well. Flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, can coolers. They've got spatulas. So not just can you be grilling, you've got the spatula too. It's really impressive. Uh, they got chimeneas. Chimeneas? Yeah, that's what it's called. Chimenea. I got it. Haha. And trust me, it, no matter what your grill is, they've got a great for you and they will, they'll be able to custom cut one because these things are high quality custom cut and made here in the USA. They're made up there by a bunch of Purdue fans. Don't hold it against them. Okay. So no matter if you're cooking steak or burgers or brats or veggies, you can get perfect grill grates grill marks with the locals you love so if you're a texas tech fan an oklahoma fan oklahoma state at homecoming i know how big homecoming is for oklahoma state guys i know trust me i'm aware this stuff is awesome and it's perfect for the holidays if you're looking for the the best possible gift for that college super fan in your life who has everything already they probably don't have a grill grater griddle with their school on it okay so use the promo code 1012 ten one two get 15 percent off your first order and right now, all orders get free shipping. No, no, it doesn't matter what you spend. You want to just go buy the spatula? Buy the spatula. Use the promo code. Get 15% off. And it's free shipping. It doesn't matter what you buy. Okay? So whether you're looking for a Kansas State Grill Grate, West Virginia Griddle, uh, a unique metal home good for your collection for, with Oklahoma State or Baylor or TCU on it, visit gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012. Get 15% off your first order. Gridiron Metal Works for the college super fans. Welcome to Between Two Bears, the newest 
1012 Network podcast. Uh, this is Matt Isbear. I'm going to introduce my co-host, Evan Abair, uh, to give you a quick idea of what the show is about. Yeah, Between Two Bears is going to be a it's going to be a great sorry. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid side of Baylor sports. Hey, I'm gonna try one more time. Between two. Bears. Okay, uh, Evan. Evan's gonna go take a nap. Um, but we are excited to join the 1012 Network along with the rest of their already great lineup of Big 12 podcasts. Check them out at 1012 Network on Twitter and us as well at Matt is Bear and at Evan Haber. Uh, Sickum Bears. I'm so pumped. I keep hinting. I'm like, I want the griddle. I want the OSU griddle. I want the griddle. I want the griddle. And so if I don't get it on Christmas, I know my wife doesn't listen to this, but you know, it's not like it's the only place I hint for stuff. Those things are so cool. If you have not gone to that website yet, go do so. It is so cool. Like that, it is such a neat and unique collection of things that I just think are freaking awesome. I love having them as a sponsor. I do. Like we, I, I look very hard for ones that I'm like, this stuff's cool. I want to help sell it. Go check it out. All right, we've got two games left at the Big 12 before our non-Big 12 picks. Moving on down the list, TCU on the road at Kansas State. Two teams, Kansas State with four wins now, TCU with three. Two teams still trying to get to bowl eligibility. Both desperately need this win to get. So now Kansas State's got a few other, they've got West Virginia and Kansas still on the schedule, so they've got a few more opportunities. TCU, they need three wins. They got this one, they got Kansas, and they got three ranked teams. So it is, it's not an easy slate for either one. It's not a guarantee here for either school. It's got to be tricky for both of them. They both really need this game. Kansas State currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under around 58. Daniel, you're up, sir. What are you thinking? Before I jump into that pick, dialed up some Lincoln-Riley info for you. Thank you, thank you. Very, very surprised by this. Lincoln-Riley as a double-digit favorite, so minus 10 or up. He's very bad. (laughs) This kind of blew me away as a visitor. So as a visitor, he's three and 10 against the spread as a, as 10 or more point favorite overall 15 and 24. He's only covering 38% of the time as a double digit favorite. God, that's crazy. And you think of all those high powered offenses, you know, all the highs of quarterbacks. There you go. Lincoln Riley laying eggs for you every week as a big fave. Okay. TCU, Kansas State. Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going to be kicked out of my house. I'm broke. My symbol stock has just been crashing on TCU. <laughs> Gary Patterson, dude, what a mess. I was so high on this team, and I feel like I've been totally duped. Of course, TCU looks like crap. They're coming off a loss, uh, a bad loss, too. That was such a bad loss. Like, um, Kansas State is having an okay year. This line opened at one at Circa, immediately jumped out to three and a half. I have bet the under in this game at 59, but I'm going to buy low on TCU in the spot. I know it's ugly. Uh, maybe I'm blind. Maybe I can't see what's really going on with this team, but on the game isn't played on a spreadsheet, but tease, this game should be closer than this. If they made this line a month ago, TCU would have been favored. So either either the coaches lost the team and they're going to come out 
if they lose by double digits to Kansas State, they've they've lost the lock for him at TCU. But I don't think that's happened yet. Give me the three and a half points. It's a sort of inflated line in a team that's in a little bit of a must win situation. TCU plus three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Chris, go ahead. You mentioned losing the locker room, which is kind of interesting, giving the Zach Evans news that he may be headed to the transfer it's not, portal. No, no, it's hey, not, come it's on. Not, I mean, there's not, stop stuff. Stop, re- stop reading. There's PFF wants there. to be TMZ. No, they've no. had too many people at practice today who reported everything. No one fine. said he wasn't at practice. No one said he wasn't at practice. He's at practice, but he still did delete TCU off of his Insta completely, right? And even Coach Patterson has complained about the lack of NIL deals at at TCU. That's because I, he doesn't give anyone access to his players. It's his own fault. I understand. This team is lost, like, like Daniel said. It's just they're lost. This isn't a typical TCU team. It's not a team I'm going to bet on by any by – any, No, no, Chris, whatever. you're right. Like, like it's, hard, it, it's hard to quantify, right? It's hard to mm-hmm. put it – into into numbers but it's like you watch this team this year and something feels off right it doesn't feel like i'm watching what i would consider a historical tcu team and look we have no idea what that is right we're not on the inside we don't know but sitting on my couch playing you know armchair coach armchair recruiter whatever it's like what's up with this tcu team why isn't this panning out how a lot of people pictured yeah, and I don't like buying into rumors. You know, Philip, I mean, we see enough of that, but players just don't go through their social media accounts and scrub all of their schools for no reason. There's something happening. And, and he, yes, he's still at practice, and no one's saying he's entering the portal tomorrow. He'll probably play, some at least, and whatever. But it's just it's speaking to little glimpses that we get inside the locker room, and something isn't right. I'm going to go with Kansas State, three and a half or whatever. Uh, I think I can actually get you. No, three and a half. You can't get him anything. <laughs> Don't give him a break. Three and a half. No, it's, no it is three and a half. It's, it's pretty much, yeah. Unless, three dude. Look, I just want to, hey, I got to shop around. That is my job to do. Yeah, I got to make sure I give everyone the best. I got life. great news, dude. Pepper Mill is hanging a, a minus one. So, Chris, <laughs> if you're up at the Pepper Mill, I'll give it to you. Well, minus one. <laughs> Get their great fast. food. Dude. Hold on. Great let, food. let me set up my green screen real quick. <laughs> um, look, um, the last three years, the to- total points in the score to this game. I, this been, had to be a total. No one is betting on TCU. Has been 27, 41, and 35. This is a low scoring affair because it's usually a matchup of two really good defenses. Unfortunately, TCU's defense is not good this year. It's actually quite bad. It's terrible, especially against the run. It is awful against the run. It is one of the worst run defenses in the country. Defensive line is not good. So you take Skylar Thompson, who's a rushing quarterback and has good legs, and you take Deuce Vaughn, who can be incredibly dynamic. And I think Kansas State's probably the right side here. But then I see that 58. And I'm like, Kansas State Unders have been pretty good if they've been anything, if they've been under 58, that that total looks like it should be an under based off of what Kansas State game scores have been so far this season. DCU's offense is pretty good. They put up points. They're hitting the over a lot. 
Kansas State's defense is not especially great. TCU's defense is not especially great. The under should be the right play here. It should. It absolutely should. In a Kansas State TCU game, I cannot believe I'm actually going to do this. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I think I'm actually going to take the over. These two defenses are bad. Like, I can honestly see a game where TCU gives Zach Evans the ball as many times as he wants. Kansas State's going to run the ball all over the place, and they're just going to they're just going to run on each other. And a, and a game with a bunch of rushing attempts and rushing touchdowns, you think, oh, the under is going to hit here. I, I I think I think like my brain says take the under, my gut says take the over. I think I'm going to take the over 58. I just I get this weird feeling that this is going to be some not your normal Kansas State TCU game because it just doesn't have the defenses for it. Yeah, just watch how many touches Evans gets though. I think he's going to get some. I do. I think He'll definitely get some. But oh, I think they're going to try and put that 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 rumor and that nonsense to bed. Like I think they have to. Um, so I, I get the feeling he gets the carries. Um, man, Gary, Gary, man, what? You can't uh, wh- which demand, game was it you that, cannot that demand said, NIL stuff if you're not going to give people act. You can't demand acts people want to sponsor your players, but then don't give anybody access to your players. You cannot have it both ways, man. You can't do it go both ways and stop hiring all of your friends. Okay, that's basically uh, what is the term when everyone just hires their kids for everything and family. Uh, it's not narcissism. Nepotism. It's basically a nepotism, except it's not his family. It's just all of his friends. It's basically the same thing. It's basically what's happening at TCU. It's quite ridiculous. Um, okay. I'm going to regret that pick, but that's all right. I'm okay with it. Uh, last game in the Big 12 of the day, 6 o'clock kickoff homecoming. Oklahoma State playing host to Kansas. Ooh. Oklahoma State playing host to Kansas. I'm not sure how I feel about this game. We're going to find out in just a minute. Uh, right now, over-under about 31. I'm sorry, the spread is about 31. Over-under is about 54 and a half. Uh, Chris, what do you want here, man? You know, after last week, I like Oklahoma State to bounce back. This isn't going to be a situation. I, I know Kansas is looking really good right now. They've never looked better after last week. but <laughs> Not since they beat Texas in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this that That's not going to happen two weeks in a row. I like Oklahoma State to win and win big. And I'm actually going to take them to cover the, the big spread and kind of a bounce back week for homecoming. Yeah, I'll, I like the pokes here. Okay, I get you 30 and a half. So that's what I will give you. Uh, Daniel? I'm going the other way a little bit. Uh, Oklahoma State still does not have a lot going on on offense. I also feel like this is... Do you, do you really need to against Kansas, though? I mean, you got to cover 31 points. You know, it's like, I guess it just doesn't leave. What's interesting is, is like this total implies that Kansas is going to go score 10 or 14 points. Yeah, and it's like, is Oklahoma State really going to go put up 42? I mean, I guess we can like make the joke and not a joke. I guess we can talk reality. Like, I guess anyone could, any competent team could probably put up 40 points on Kansas. But I just just don't see this Oklahoma state team coming off the game. They came off of with their style of play this season, just that grinded out style that we've seen 
almost every single week, essentially. Uh, like, I think just for comparison, you know, Baylor was 45-7. Iowa State was 59-7. to I feel like this is somewhere in that range. And I think, yeah, I mean, that's that's the reason for my Sure. Opinion. No, no, I mean, I'm not, look, gosh, anyone could freaking cover 31 against Kansas. Okay, like on the right day. It's just the, the style of games that Oklahoma State's playing, I just don't see them getting out into the 40s here. It's like, I, I feel like this is a, a 34-10 situation. You know, like look at, I don't know, all of their games have been tight. They've all been grinder games. And I feel like that's going to stay the course here. They just don't cover the 31. They go in, gosh, they win by 28, you know, they win by 24 points, something like that. Kansas gets their 10. Oklahoma State's happy to shut it down at the second half, you know, conference home team up by three touchdowns, you know, 21, 24, 27 points. And they just sort of go into cruise mode for the fourth quarter. Kansas uh, circus circus still has a 31, by the way, circus still has a 31. Yeah, you got, I got you 31. So I'm kind of in Daniel's mindset. I, I was listening to an OSU podcast. It's the, it's the Oklahoman show. And they're like, oh, I think Casey Dunnell, you know, have a lot of fun. And I'm like, why, why on earth would Oklahoma state unload on Kansas? They're going to run the ball. They're going to, they're going to win the game. They're going to play defense. Like, the problem I have with this line is if you told me Oklahoma State won 31 to nothing, that's exactly what I think would happen. Maybe 31-3. Maybe Kansas gets a field goal. Like, I wish you could have 28 to nothing at halftime. They're just going to sit back and just and just bring it home. And that's why I like the under. Like, can I see OSU winning this? Probably. They, they're they going to win this. And, and they could probably cover the line. And maybe it gets close. Like, I feel so much better about the under because – I don't think the way OSU plays offense and that the way that they're going to do it even when they throw in all the bunch of backups because there's no reason to play Jalen Warren. The guy needs a break. There's no reason to play your starters. There's no – like with what you have in front of you, once you get up on Kansas, just sit back and rely on your defense and go home and be done. There's no reason to put on a show in this game. It doesn't make any sense to do so. Gundy is – they are – they are conservative on purpose this year because they want to rely on the defense, and so fewer possessions benefits the defense. I, I think the under hits here because I don't think Kansas does. This is I know I've been big on Kansas overs; they haven't worked the the last two weeks. There's I, I don't think it hits this week. I don't because I don't think Kansas does hardly anything, if anything at all, and I don't think OSU is going to need to do much. I will take the under fifty four and a half in this game. Yeah, love it. I just, I, yeah, I like that. Pick. Um, thank you. I, yeah. It's just unders have been good for Oklahoma State too. I think they're like, uh, what is it? I'm gonna pull it up now. Under the season for OSU are five and two. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and they've hit unders on like forty-seven point totals. Uh, I know Kansas is bad. I just, I, I don't think OSU needs to do a whole lot. There's no reason for them to. Um. No, and you make great points. I do think that the defense gets a couple extra possessions in this one to kind of help the score out a little bit. Oh, there will be a defensive score in this game. I think I think there are. But again, I still feel pretty good about Kansas not like I don't think OSU is going to score 50 something points. I don't cuz I don't think they're going to need to. It's going to be like I don't think OSU puts up 50 points. I don't know that Kansas puts up a point. 
Like, it, if you told me Kansas got shut out, would any of you be shocked by that? How, no. how like, would you be no. at all? I mean, they put up, they barely put up seven on, on worse defenses. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, I, under makes the most sense. Uh, I have no idea how to properly transition to this, so I'm just going to do it. Uh, home field apparel, the most comfortable college sports apparel you will find anywhere. The hammer comfort here, because you know what? People love comfort. It's getting cold outside. You want to bundle up with something comfortable, put on a put on a sweater or a hoodie, and just kind of sit on the couch and enjoy enjoy someone else's company, or bundle up in a blanket and sit back and Netflix. There's a ton of stuff coming out on Netflix over the next couple months, and I am I am jazzed for like all of it. You will not find more comfortable sweaters and hoodies with better collegiate vintage logos than you will at Home Field Apparel. And they have so many current and future Big 12 schools available. They've got Oklahoma State. They've got Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and West Virginia. TCU's coming. We just don't know when, but they're coming sometime soon. They've also got, like I said, future Big 12 schools. They've got Houston. They've got BYU. They've got UCF. They've got more than 100 schools available. They just added a few more, including Furman and uh, Troy. And the Furman one's pretty good. I believe Cal is coming like in the next week. They're going to release Cal, I think, on Saturday. If you're a Cal fan, a Cal Bears fan, I'm intrigued by what that's going to look like. St. Louis, Maryland, Buffalo, Toledo, Belmont, Missouri, Florida State, Hofstra, Notre Dame. They've got more than 100 schools, and everything on here is amazing. So, plus, I'm going to keep hammering holidays, guys. It's it's October, the end of October. You're going to be doing your shopping. And if you haven't heard, folks, if you're going to order things for Christmas, you should probably do it earlier because no one has anything. Like, no one has anything. There's no apparel anywhere. Like, nobody has any T-shirts or hats or anything because everything's loaded up on shipping containers in the middle of the ocean, and nothing can get here fast enough. So, you're going to order stuff. You should do it soon. Use the promo code NETWORK12. NETWORK12. N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2. Get 15% off your first order. All orders of $100 or more get free shipping. They're telling you right now, if you're going to do something for the holidays, you should beat the rush because it takes a little bit of time. If you want it there on Christmas Day, start doing your shopping. Okay? So homefieldapparel.com. Don't forget to follow them on Twitter. They're hilarious. Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code NETWORK12. 15% off your first order. Be rocking the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel this college football and basketball season. And be rocking it under the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. Your home for everything Kansas Jayhawks is the Rock Chalk Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Metz. And every week, we run through the most important stories for all your favorite Kansas programs. Whether it's football, soccer, or tennis, volleyball, or basketball, baseball and softball or any other Jayhawk competition we have it we have game previews and recaps interviews with coaches and others close to the team and analysis from those who pay close attention to all of these programs you can find us by searching for rock chalk podcast on your favorite platform so start listening today all right last two picks are non-big 12 and our dog of the week um tell you what i'll take our non-big 12 and i'm very torn between two things two picks here um so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you both, and if one of you is going to take one, have at it. Uh, Tulsa's 11-point favorite over Navy. I don't understand why Tulsa's 11-point favorite over Navy. I know Navy hasn't been great record-wise. They've won just one game against UCF, but they beat UCF. They've kept it close against SMU, against Cincinnati, against Memphis. Like They've, they've been covering things pretty well. Um, I don't think Tulsa, who's... Not great. Should be an 11-point favorite. 
I'm really tempted to take that one because I, I don't like it. But I'm not. Tease. Yeah. I, I saw one earlier this week and just went, I shouldn't. I should stay away from this. But I I have I, I it worked out for me when I took an, an over under in my non Vic 12 pick before. So I'm gonna take one this week. I'm not gonna watch this game because my eyes deserve better. But I'm gonna follow it on my phone. Iowa is facing Wisconsin. Iowa, whose offense is terrible, um, and who, guess what? You can't force three uh, turnovers or four turnovers every single game. Eventually, that trend goes the other way, and you lose to Purdue. Wisconsin, whose offense is starting to figure things out a little bit, but is going up against an Iowa defense that's really stinking good. Yes, I know what Purdue did to them. The total in this game is 36 and a half. Uh, (laughs) I'm taking the under. I'm taking under 36 and a half in Iowa, Wisconsin. And this may be the worst and dumbest decision I've ever done in my life, but man, it's the most Big Ten thing possible for Iowa, Wisconsin to be under 36 and a half. So that's that's just, I just saw it and immediately went, that's the one. That's the one this week. That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> Daniel? I love it. What a ballsy pick. Uh, <laughs> There's zero reason for me to take this other than just pure masochistic sicko. Look at that. Isn't it neat? Let's do it. Uh, I got another uh, hazmat pick this week. And actually, Pinnacle still has Pinnacle still hanging at 14. Uh, this is a gross pick. Southern Miss. Southern Miss is on the road. They're going to Middle Tennessee State. They are 14-point dogs. Currently, uh, Pinnacle still has it if you'll give it to me. Uh, but this thing checks off a lot of boxes that I really like. First off, my numbers are, are Southern Miss, uh, 12 and a half. So pretty close to where market's getting down to. Look, Southern Miss, visiting dog with a, a low total. A visiting conference dog, low total. Conference visitors off being shut out. Uh, 72-47 lifetime. It's 4-1 and one this year. Southern Miss fits the bill. Uh, teams that are blown out by 24 or more. They hit about, uh, excuse me, they're 17 and eight against the spread this year, 551 and 440 lifetime. Southern Miss checks off that box as well. I get two touchdowns in a game where my line is 12 and a half. I got a total of 48 and like five different uh, spot systems that all back Southern Miss all day long. I've got real money on this one. This will be one of my bigger bets this Saturday. I want to take it here on the pod and cash another winner. Uh, yeah, I can get you 14. Love it. I'll take that all day. I can't believe Pinnacle still. This will sound funny, too, getting into some intermediate stuff. I get a little nervous. It's like, huh, the whole world's at 13 and a half. Circa's at 13. What is Pinnacle still doing giving two touchdowns clean to that team when the whole rest of the world is off the line? It's like, well, there's someone smart there that, is taken the other way. Bet MGM has it at 14 as well. So there you go. Okay. Hey, I'll, no, that's, that's great. I'll, I'll take 14 all day in this spot. Okay. Chris, what do you want here, man? It feels like I haven't won one of these in a minute. And that's mostly because coastal Carolina has not been available, but they are now because I picked a Thursday game before and you let me. So I'm going to do it again this week. And I'm taking, I'm taking coastal Carolina. And I think I can still get 17. Uh, I see. Superbook has it at 17. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Caesars does, okay. so you're good. So, yeah, I'm just going to get back on the on the coastal train. Ride that train, man. Ride it. Ride it good. 
Uh, okay, last one, dog of the week. Daniel, what do you want here, sir? Oh, this is just a win straight up, huh? Yeah, that's that's what we do here. <laughs> I know, I know. Nine weeks into this, you um, <laughs> think you'd catch up? I always just don't. Just sometimes the non-Big Twelve and dog of the week. So, you know, I some I get because sometimes I a guy you know a team is could be used for both. This one is tough for me. This is more of a gut feel, and I hate doing this stuff. Colorado State is not very good this year, but they are a two and a half point dog and they're at home. Boise State is going to be visiting them uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening for a lot of the country. And I, I run a spot system where when I get underperforming teams that go on the road late in the year and their favorites, I've got a pretty profitable system set up to fade them. And it's the only, this is the only game that's lit uh, for me this week with that system. And for that reason, I'm going to be taking Colorado state. They're going to win this game straight up. Boise's going to take the loss. Boise's underperformed this year, clear cut Colorado state runaway winner. Wow. That's a, that's a bold one, sir. That's a bold one. I know. I I hate saying that, but I love the system and it, it, it literally only lights up maybe three or four times a year. And I play it pretty aggressively every time it comes around. And uh, as a money line system for dogs, uh, it's winning more than 50% of the time, like by a pretty big margin. It's like 97 and 71 straight up. And it's only, it's taking dogs on the money line. So it's just like crazy, crazy ROI. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, sorry to you guys no it's not boring i i appreciate colorado state baby let's take them all right chris who do you want you you mentioned both games i was considering here uh with your with your non-big 12 picks navy and tulsa and then i was also looking at iowa i really don't like picking power five and i don't pay as much attention to the power fives outside of the big 12 so i'm gonna go with navy i don't really like you, I don't understand why Tulsa is an 11 point favorite, but I'm going to go with Navy to get that right win. I don't hate that pick. I mean, honestly, like Tulsa's beaten kind of who they're supposed to beat. Like, good job. They had a rough start. The FCS game kind of threw things off. Like, they're, they're so weird and all over the place, but Navy is so hard to play. And they are, they do seem like they're getting better. I, I like that pick. I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I'm, there's a few different ways I want to go. And the problem I'm having this week and keeping my, uh, so far, complete and total winning streak of picking upsets streak continues. I'm, I'm trying to just to ignore my heart. My heart sees a few people who are dogs and I, and I want them to win. UTEP is a, an 11 point dog on the road at Florida Atlantic, Florida I want so badly for UTEP to win, to get 6-1. and one. They're hosting undefeated UTSA next weekend. We all want – there's a major social media push to get game day to go to El Paso for undefeated UTSA at 6-1 and one UTEP. We just need UTEP to beat Florida Atlantic. And in my heart, I'm like, man, they're that big a dog for a reason. Maybe it's Vegas just – maybe everyone the betting public just hasn't caught on yet. I don't know. There's not a lot of points in that, that – uh, I hope UTEP wins. I really do. I don't think I can take them when they're that big of a dog. I, I don't know that I trust it. SMU yeah. could potentially have a huge – go ahead. No, go, go ahead. I was going to say something SMU on your page, but yeah. 
could have a potentially huge game against Cincinnati with both teams undefeated. Huge game in a few weeks, but they got to get past Houston. And I, if we're allowed to use FanDuel, because it's the right now, yeah. it is a pickup, except for FanDuel, who still has Houston as a half point favorite, which is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, my heart says take SMU because, yeah, Houston's been winning. They haven't lost since they lost to Texas Tech. It's not like their wins and who they've beaten are all that impressive. Like, they struggled against ECU. They struggled against Navy. They, I just, like, okay, you beat Tulsa and Tulane's bad, whatever. You know what? Screw it. I can get a half point. If you're going to let me have this half point, Houston, Houston's a half point favorite against Fan, on FanDuel. I'm taking SMU. I man, these I, lines are getting man. thinner and thinner with these upset picks of yours. But hey, I to go eight no on the money line, <laughs> eight no on the money line is unreal. Oh, that's disgusting. If we went back, I, you know what? If you can uh, uh, off air here, text me your eight picks in a row. And, and if you have, I don't know if you have the line or not, or if you I have do. even the I can, the I can find them. Oh, okay. I can find I, them. I can, I'll, I'll punch you in uh, an eight game parlay. And I'll show you what you would have won with a hundred bucks. Well, yeah. and, I, and I will, I'll, I mean, no I will, would have uh, taken I'll reveal, that parlay, but no, no, nobody. of course not. But I will, uh, we'll do the big reveal next week. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, send it to me. I'll set it all up and I won't even tell you. I don't, I don't, you're gonna hear I don't buy Houston. Week. I think they're good. I think, I think Houston is, is better than they were against Texas tech, but I, I don't buy them with who they've beaten. SMU hasn't been perfect, but I think this is a really good SMU team. I do think we're trending toward ups on undefeated SMU versus undefeated Cincinnati. I want to see that. God, I hope UTEP wins this weekend. I want UTEP to win. I want 6-1 UTEP to host undefeated UTSA in game day to have to go there because everyone's been like, you need to go to that game. That's what game day should be doing, not going to Michigan, Michigan State, and this, the, the games you keep picking. Georgia, like two out of three weeks in a row. Like, Go to this kind of stuff. That's what I want. If UTEP loses, I don't think they'll go that. It'll be their excuse. I hope with all of my soul that UTEP beats FAU on the road and the game day has to go there and it's so cool and I would love it. Like that's what college football is to me is like game day being like, well, I guess we're going to six and one UTEP who hasn't been to a bowl game since like 2013. He's only ever been to like three bowl games ever hosting undefeated University of Texas, San Antonio, who's only been in existence for like a decade. Yeah, give me that. Put that just straight into my vein and just pump it in, please. Please, football gods, if you are out there, let you to beat FAU. So, yeah, this is the thinnest the thinnest line for sure, but just a quick looking at it. Two picks were touchdown dogs. That's crazy. Look, I'm going to put together – you, you'll be very surprised when I tell you what a $100 money line uh, You're going to make you. me feel like – I'm going to be excited, but also sad that I couldn't actually like confess. You would be able to just go crazy at home field apparel. And, I would and, buy so much, so many grill grates, so many uh, hoodies, and uh, so many shares. Many of, shares of Baylor. Oh, dude, yeah, you'd be going crazy. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. I love this. You guys are awesome as always. Do us a favor. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter 
at 1012 network T E N the number 12 the word network um we can send you the link so you can sign up for our, our pick three uh i will have those games i've done a bad job last week i was late i'll get those in tonight i promise while this thing's rendering uh follow us on instagram at 1012 pod uh make sure and follow daniel at danner b7 if you want to hop into the slack chat that they've got rolling you should do so it's super cool uh don't follow chris's personal account he doesn't use it on twitter follow at the underscore lgg He'll uh, tweet from Landgrant Gotlet. It's a lot of fun. I like when uh, when you and I argue with our our uh, our not our real Twitter accounts. It's quite amusing. <laughs> no, um, and if fun. you want to check out every show on the network, I finally went out and bought the stupid domain. All you have to do now is go to ten twelve network dot com t e n one two word network dot com, and you will get straight to all of the shows. We'll be adding. Uh, we're going to add Feels Like 45 and Between Two Bears on there so you can get straight links to their uh, Anchor accounts as well. And then from there, you can find wherever you like to get your podcast: Spotify, Anchor, Apple, uh, Google, whatever. 1012network.com, the home for all the 1012 Network shows. Go check it out. Listen to everybody. Our new shows have been awesome. The shows we've had this whole time are amazing. I hope you've at least tried them all out, especially in weeks where, where your team is facing one of those teams. It's great stuff. This has been a ton of fun. We'll be back on Monday with Andy and Jamie to recap it all. Chris, Daniel, enjoy your weekend, boys. See ya. Later. Podcast Network.